0: Warning, the following episode contains adult language and screaming goats. Listener discretion is advised.
1: The Pinball Network is online. Launching The Pinball Show.
2: Pinball is a game of skill. For some, it's a passion and a lifestyle. It's time for The Pinball Show. It's pinball with personality. Hey,
0: everybody! How in the hell have you been? This is the Pinball Show, episode 48, and I'm here with a very special guest. My special co-host today is one of my best buddies. Hopefully, would you consider us best buddies? One of them.
1: Uh, would you? Y- yes. Blame
0: me. Sure. <laughs>
3: If that's what you need to make you feel better, I'll be your best friend. Jesus. Uh, Except inter- you have so many best friends, I'm starting to feel insulted by that comment. I've got a lot of besties. No, we are best friends. We talk a lot, and uh, I'm happy to have you in my life.
0: Oh, that sounded so sincere. Okay, uh, it's one of my best buddies, depending on the day that you ask him. He is beloved. He's kind of a pinball sweetheart, to be honest with you. Uh, a lot of people know him. I don't know if everybody's met him. You might have seen him in a show or whatnot. He's a enthusiast, a collector, a, a hobbyist. I think he's a competitive base pinball player. He hosts a lot of stuff up in the Delaware area, which, quite frankly, nothing else goes on up there uh, anyway. So, uh, ladies and gentlemen, this is the sexy, the beautiful, the wonderful, the hasn't cut his hair in a couple of weeks, Joe Fox. Hey, Zach, how are you, buddy? I'm I'm doing well. I'm doing very Good. well. What are you What are you up to today?
3: You know, just hanging around waiting for you to get on the line so we can record this show and have your ratings tank.
0: Oh, it's been
3: tough, man. It's been a been a tough week, busy week. Well, you've you've got a lot going on with the uh, pinball industry awards premiering this week. Oh,
0: thank you. So for I'm that sure point. you've
3: uh, got a lot of time put into that. Like I know you do with anything that you're getting involved in.
0: But things are looking and sounding really good. I can't wait to
3: can't wait to share it with everybody else. Yeah, I'm excited. Only two more days from when everyone's listening to this podcast. You're going to watch it? Absolutely. <gasps> Got my alarm set on my phone. Going to take a nap that day so I can stay up late since it's 9 o'clock on my, my end. Oh, watch out, old man.
0: Hey, you're <laughs> in your 30s. What do you mean?
3: Well, you know, not to sound like that new uh, progressive commercial and tell everyone what time I get up, but I'm up at 5.30 every day. So by the time <laughs> nine ten o'clock rolls around, I'm ready to, uh, ready to call it a day. To take your crew of dogs outside. Yeah. Yeah, just a few of them. <laughs> uh, hey, I, I just want to give you one disclaimer here, and, uh-huh. and for everyone else to know, a- any opinions that I give in this uh, this recording here don't actually count until May of 2021, when I have hit the five year mark of being in this hobby, <laughs> since that apparently is a uh, prerequisite to give any opinion on anything in in the pinball industry.
0: Uh, you're very witty. I like that. Nicely done. Nicely done. I thought you've been in longer than that.
3: It feels like it, but no. Memorial Day of two thousand and sixteen is uh, Memorial Day weekend. Is when I got my first uh, first delivery of a pinball machine from Todd Tucky at TNT. Oh, and that's then cool. It just was a slippery slope from there.
0: Did he deliver it, or uh, anybody deliver it from there, or what? No, or just uh, it?
3: I can't remember going that far back, but I believe that uh, it was maybe Stephen. Oh, Stephen. Yep. And uh, his nephew. <laughs> <laughs> was not Kurt. Although well, Kurt's been here plenty of times. Kirby Frank's Birdie. been here multiple times. Frank. Yeah, Frank.
0: I was doing some editing for the pinball industry awards and uh, I was reviewing some of his most recent work. That's Todd Tucky over at TNT amusements. Go share, like, uh, subscribe to his YouTube channel at TNT amusements, but the guy's still got it.
3: He's, oh yeah, absolutely. He's still he's very funny more out since COVID started.
0: Yeah. He's very funny. He, he gets humor. Um, I like how his production is hokey and he goes with it. I just, he made, he made me chuckle. I love some Todd Tucky.
3: Yeah. I still watch him. I can't believe he's continued to go and they just keep getting better.
0: I went with a dry spurt for a while with, with him just being busy, but I've gone back. So that's very cool. Hey, you know what happened this week that I'm really excited about? We What's got that? You and I just purchased new pinball machines of the same title. No no Uh, we couldn't have we did we did and uh they're a jjp game
3: well i haven't gotten mine yet
0: well mine's in the back of the truck
3: still oh well then we're we're still the same so we both uh (laughs) we both were talking and decided that there was a game that we we both have had before Mm -hmm. at least in our homes uh and that we kind of missed it yeah and uh I think coming off the heels of uh, Guns N' Roses coming out, that we both decided to go ahead and buy a Wonka CE. Oh, yeah. Yep. Why did we go CE again? Because it's the only one you That's can right. get. <laughs> it's the only one left. <laughs> uh, and it is the prettiest of the of the bunch. It is. I've actually owned the CE where I think you only had the LE, mm-hmm. correct? Correct. I'll be completely honest. I bought my CE in the beginning of 2020, mm-hmm. right before COVID. And then COVID hit, and it looked like the world was going to come to an end, and we were all going to be trading rocks as, as uh, you <laughs> as know, currency. as currency. Yeah. So I, I kind of panicked and said, you know, this is a big number game sitting here, and, you know, maybe let me sell this off before uh, the, the bottom that. drops out of the pinball market. <laughs> Little did I know a year later where everything is literally skyrocketing, you know, $800 games are selling for $2,000, and it just keeps going up, so... I'm I'm still looking Some forward to it. it.
0: I, I would like to sit that next to a, a GNR CE and have that as a nice little duo for my JJP collection. So that would
3: be a lot of fun. Well, we, we both should be able to accomplish that very soon, I would think.
0: Oh, I know, JoJo. What's your nickname? Does anybody call you JoJo? Uh,
3: no, my son is also well, – my son is Joe Jr., and uh, my okay. grandkids call him Uncle JoJo. Uncle Jojo. But Jojo. no, nobody calls me JoJo but you.
0: Okay, what about
3: Joey? Uh, Joey would have been my family as I was growing up, but then when Junior was born, I kind of lost the Joey, and and he he picked it up. It feels so like I'm a, a Philly, New Fox Jersey kind Foxy. of name, Joey. Yeah, it's not very original. I can tell you that. That's uh, not like any of the new age names we're going with these days. Well, um, that's true. You've never heard, it, heard of hey, uh, hey, no. hey
2: Joey, I'm just busting your balls over here. <laughs> hey, come on, Joey. <laughs>
3: <laughs> yeah, there is a little bit of, you know, Philadelphia. I was born in Philadelphia, so I had a little bit of that motif going. And We're close to New York, obviously. And mm-hmm. There is Italian heritage in my family. but uh, Oh, is there? Not just, uh, yeah, absolutely. Mm. I'm a mixed mutt of, of everything. Saucy, saucy. So mostly it's just Fox or Foxy or Joe.
0: I still have that stupid-ass song stuck in my head.
3: Oh, so horrible. See, I'll just sing this episode. You you don't have to. We don't
0: have to worry about uh, Dennis since I'll be singing. Yeah, but Dennis only gets aroused whenever I sing. So.
3: Uh, I'm not sure I'd put it in that same category. But If okay. he's wanting
0: to have a big lift this week, I better start <laughs> start singing. <laughs> Speaking of singing, Joe Fox, we have a code update in Led Zeppelin, among other news. Let's kick it over to our correspondents and see what they've drummed up so that uh, we have something to talk about.
1: It's time for TPN Industry News. Hi, this is Ken Rodberg with your Jersey Jack update. Jersey Jack recently posted a lineup of new Guns N' Roses pinball machines that are even more exclusive than the Collector's Edition that's currently on the line. Only seven of the Team Edition game are being produced, and these go to members of the band, including Duff, Dizzy, Melissa, Axel, and Slash. Each game features a badge at the top of the head that says, GNR Game Team Edition, and the name of the band member. These are of course Collector's Edition machines and are sure to be the rarest of them all. Pinball photography has recently become a niche among photographers, and Charles Acosta of Pinball Photos LLC recently highlighted his experience with Jersey Jack Pinball as helping him launch a photo revolution. He's worked with Jersey Jack to create vibrant and arresting photos for Pirates of the Caribbean and Guns N' Roses. He was quoted as saying, Without the help of Jersey Jack Pinball, this never would have become a reality. This is a company that recognizes innovation and supports talent. My images are pieces of art that have now graced several publications such as Forbes, Kerrang! and Louder. You can see his work on pinballphotos.com with a beautiful array of Guns N' Roses playfield photos. For The Pinball Show, this has been Ken Rudberg. Hey, this is Kaz with an American Pinball update. Sophia Ryan has been hired as a new senior mechanical engineer. She has been involved in many games in the 90s for Williams and was awarded patents and mechs in games like Dracula, Doctor Who, and Zach's favorite, Popeye. The team at American Pinball is proud to have her leading the mechanical engineering team and I'm excited to see what game she's going to be working on. And also. There's an additional code update it was released for Houdini. It's version 21.01.21. I hope everybody has a great week. Has fun playing pinball. For the pinball show, this is Brian Cosner.
0: I don't know where in the hell Craig Bobby went, but I got stern news. But
3: well, it must be it's he's up there in Canada. He's probably snowed in. Now actually he messaged
0: me, he just bought a Jeep Wrangler. And oh. he's been dealing with the Jeep Wrangler, probably modding it out and different things like that. Yeah, I, told I just him bought to keep one in on October, too. What is up with the Jeep Wrangler? I'm not a, uh, I know people love them. I'm not a big Wrangler guy.
3: Uh, I was a motorcycle guy, and that's become a little bit uh, more unsafe around here, with, uh, <laughs> texting and driving and people. So I figured I'd rather live a couple more years and... Still kind of like a quasi-fun ride. You take the top off and you're sort of like you're on a motorcycle, but not really. So that was my reason. You're going to take your top off for me? I got you on video here on Sky. It's off already, don't you? You can't tell? (laughs) Now
0: that's an awfully pale shirt I thought you were wearing. Yeah, there's just no
3: sun. Yeah,
0: a lot of nipple (laughs) hair. Stern Pinball's got a new code update for Led Zeppelin, version 0.93. We still got a ways to go on this game, Joe. Have you played Led Zeppelin yet?
3: No, but is this the code update that adds a ramp?
0: Oh, I... Okay. No, I don't think you're going to get a ramp on the Pro. You already got three. How many do you want? Shit. You want four? Oh, uh, no. Was this a Keith Elwin no, game? I have,
3: I have no, uh, I have not had the opportunity to play Led Zeppelin. Nobody around here, including myself, ordered one. Um, watched a couple of the streams. Okay. N- not a huge Led Zeppelin fan on top of it, so... What? No.
0: You don't like uh, Led Zeppelin music.
3: Nah, I don't dislike it. just not my, not my, it's not top of my, uh, my iPod list. It's no
0: four (laughs) non-blondes.
3: It's no, it's no, uh, (laughs) listen, none of my popular, none of the music that I enjoy the most would ever make a good pinball machine. I'm a huge Billy Joel fan. I'm a huge Elton John fan. I just don't see them ever hitting a, uh, hitting a pinball machine theme. So, Mm, okay.
2: And so I cry sometimes time. when I'm lying in bed Did Just to get it out of what is in my head I'm, I'm feeling a little peculiar, a little peculiar. Uh, You're
3: going to have to give that. me a minute to buy a new pair of headphones oh, Mine just no. blew out
2: I'm like in the morning, man, I, step outside.
0: I like that song
3: I, I used to like that song
0: You guys heard it here He likes, he likes What's Up by Four Non Blondes More so than any Led Zeppelin song
2: <laughs> and I said hey, yeah, yeah yeah
3: sorry what's going on there? I uh <laughs> I I start to understand Dennis more and more you're hard now too <laughs> no just kidding
0: <laughs> this latest update by stern pinball was a pretty hefty one had some nice lighting enhancements on Led Zeppelin Tweaking and balancing of the code was nice. Even the the mode itself, modes in the song song modes,
3: the rules there, they've tweaked. Uh, they even added a wizard mode. The best thing I can say with this Led Zeppelin, which which is part of what happened this week with them announcing that new lighting package that you can buy outside of the premium oh, yeah. and LE. The, I the mean, I, I think that's the best part about that game is how cool that thing looks.
0: Now, I did have Greg Bone. I had him play some Led Zeppelin first time he's played it. He came away mixed like many people, but he said one thing that he wasn't prepared for, even without this enhancement lighting, he said was the, it's, it looks good, it's lit good, the colors are nice on it. He was very surprised that in person he just said, it actually looks pretty damn good.
3: Yeah, I don't think from a looks perspective, the game doesn't turn me off that way. Even the LE with that that art package, even the blue powder coat, I don't I don't mind the the art on that as well. I don't mind mm-hmm. the quote unquote wonder bread pro looking, you know, whatever people want to joke with that. I sure. actually like all the art packages. It's, to me, it just feels like there's not a lot there, especially in the pro. Oh yeah,
0: yeah, in the pro, I get that. I, I'm waiting to rip that premium LE spinner that comes out of the playfield. But yeah, he he liked the way it shot. He uh. He was itching to play it some more. He said, it's just, it's a Ritchie, so it's, it's just damn fun to shoot.
3: Yeah, you're never going to get a bad Steve Ritchie shooting game, you know? Yeah. Problem is our expectations in today's world for everything, let alone pinball, are so high that yeah, yeah. nothing could probably actually satisfy us as a society.
0: You're not wrong. You're not wrong. With a Led Zeppelin code update, they added the Wizard Mode top of the charts, multi-ball, And looking at the rules, Joe, it just, it felt a little bit like Encore of ACDC. I I don't, maybe I I don't have enough time yet uh, reading this or enough time on ACDC. It just felt Encore-ish where you're trying to complete the actual songs. And if you don't complete them when you get the Encore, it will give you a chance to complete them before moving to the next part of that multi-ball, right? I think Encore did a, a hair. Similar.
3: I wouldn't know. I don't get to any wizard modes unless I take the glass off and use my finger. Stop! I know you're a good player. Good, good is a relative term, but thank you.
0: Yeah. And they also added because all Stern machines have to have challenge modes now, um, and spoil it for everybody. You get to go straight to that top of the charts multi-ball challenge mode.
3: I guess at the, the yeah, entry but that's of not that's not ruining it because I they're know at, that's not the actual wizard mode. They're little fun modes that like Dwight started with Ghostbusters, and then you know Keith did with. Uh, with Jurassic Park, mm-hmm. and I, I actually bar. enjoy them as a little fun challenge type of game, and it's not the true wizard mode, so you're not ruining anything, mm. in my opinion.
0: Yeah, yeah partake.
3: Nobody's forced to. Nobody's forced to play it, so
0: I'm okay nope. with it. If people want to spoil it for themselves, that's fine. I like the foreplay <laughs> a little bit myself, but I like to I like to earn my pleasure, Joe. That's all. Hey, as you get
3: older, you realize it's not that
0: important. That's <laughs> right.
3: Just get in there and get out. Just getting <laughs> in is the best part. <laughs>
0: Oh, and you're right. They did announce pricing and a timeline for the enhancement lighting system for your Led Zeppelin Pro trim level
3: okay. pinball machine. So, what is your opinion on the pricing? Because I have mine. Well, it,
0: it's coming out in March. Get your pre order in now. Bye, bye, bye. And they're four forty nine ninety nine. My thought is, I always ask myself, is it worth it? And the answer is always no for toppers or any of this stuff. It's never worth no, it. never worth it. Uh, Value-wise. Uh, nope. If I had a pro, would I have it on my game? I'm not even sure it's 99%. It's 100%. I have to have it on my game. It changes the entire atmosphere uh, based on the video that I've seen. And it changes the feel of that game and the experience. So you have to have... It's a have to have... It's like the UV reactive lighting system for Stranger Things. You cannot experience that game, in my opinion to the same degree and that's a significant difference uh without that uv package so same thing here so 449 okay but it gives you as much flash razzle dazzle as a topper does and it's cheaper than the topper so makes sense
3: all right so my opinion is not that you're asking me but i'm going to offer it anyway my opinion is is that I'm a big proponent of lighting in pinball machines. I think that all of them across the board. I like lights. Maybe it's my sensitive, beautiful eyes. Maybe it's, you Baby blues. Who knows? To me, I'm a guy, and here's, I'll be be the flexor this week. I'm the guy Uh who has pin stadiums in almost every game that he owns. I think it's a good idea. Scott makes a great product. Mm -hmm. And if you look at the run of the mill, meaning the, the original pin stadiums, they're $280 plus shipping. Yep. And they don't integrate into the game, you know. They'll react with the flashers or whatever you have them hooked up to. But now you have a product that's that's going to be number one. Your art plays, which usually run you know eighty bucks to begin Mm -hmm. with, and like a Penn Stadium, will add lighting to the game and will be synchronized or coded into the game. Yes, I, I I don't if I compare it to what else is on the market. 450 bucks is not that big of a swing.
0: Sure. I, I still think you're going to get the same people arguing about this price. They're the same ones that argue about pin stadiums too, though.
3: And they're the same ones that argue that pinball shouldn't cost a dollar 50 from wherever they're buying them from. Yeah. So and yeah, absolutely. And their
0: name is Bruce Nightingale and he likes incandescent bulbs <laughs> uh, in his machines. I, there's those people. Yes. Love you, Bruce. Bruce still wrong best, about actually. upper play fields. And nobody Ugh. called that out. Bruce Nightingale comes on, had a couple messages. Oh man, he really, he really owns you. I'm like, y'all listen to something different than what I listen to. I was running circles around Brucey baby. <laughs> uh, upper play field. You have
3: one way ears. That's
1: why. Yeah.
0: Upper play fields. I think I nailed that. I'm not, a, I'm not an upper play field guy. No, but the definition is pretty objective. I would think. So that's Stern Pinball. Oh, goes that's right. The there.
3: argument between what was an upper play field.
0: Yeah, he said Medusa had an upper what? Medusa with an upper pl- no, Bruce, it's not an upper play field. Upper play it's field, field doesn't does not indicate top of play field. It in, indicates. the no, upper play
3: field has to have some sort of incline that comes yes. off of the main play field that needs a ramp or Thank a you. or a VUK to kick it up there or or a habit trail or whatever you want to call mm-hmm. it to get it to that next it goes level.
0: up on the Z axis, not the X or yeah. Y z-axis goes up
3: yep and lizard has an upper play field flash gordon has an upper play field black knight has an upper play field
0: but where i get picky is i don't i i call it a split play field if you're not utilizing any space under that upper play field is then a split play field well now you're just adding a third
3: category just to
0: be special
2: no there's a a (laughs) considerable difference
0: because you're if still, it's still uh, the same surface area, the play field is the same. It cannot be an upper play field. Upper indicates an additional uh, square footage or square inchage, if you will. Uh,
3: so, no. You see so what game, I'm getting so at? So, Game of Thrones Premium in LE has an upper play field or no?
0: That does because it's taking up additional square inchage. And so then what? You're getting more space to play. Whereas your sp- some of your early split level games, they'll give you ramps like a Flash Gordon to get up there. But it's still the square inch area that a regular typical play field would be, thus not making it an upper play field.
3: I think I'm right here. Uh okay. I'm pretty sure I'm right. Well, you know I'll what call, the best part about pinball is, Wayne just like everything else. It's subjective. And we get Roger That's,
0: Sharp. It's, this ain't subjective. See no no, it's not subjective.
3: It's hey, listen. Hey, listen. right.
0: I'm trying to be i I'm trying to be Switzerland
3: here. I
0: know you are. <laughs> I'll Try call Roger Sharp, see what he thinks about uh Split versus upper play field. Oh, speaking of Roger Sharp, he, was a, he joined the Saps, the super awesome pinball show
3: this last Saw week. Saw that pop into my podcatcher on Friday, and I just haven't had a chance to finish it. It is a
0: really good one. The guys over there, they do a good interview. They really do. Uh, you guys will have to go listen to that, follow, subscribe, and all that jazz too. But Roger Sharp was on the super awesome pinball show this last week. And I got to tell you, Roger Sharp makes his rounds – but damn it, if I don't love every time I hear that man. What is it about I was, him?
3: I was going to say the same thing. There can't be a bad Roger Sharp interview. Why? don't Literally, I get everyone tired I've of heard. It? No, never. You could tell me you have him on your show every week. He's got that many stories, that many. He, he's just that captivating that I could listen to him day in and day out. But he is
0: a salesman though, so
3: I guess he's doing his
0: job. But yeah, he talked about a lot of stuff on the Super Awesome Pinball Show. Uh, I would want you guys, for more details, go listen to the show. But some of the stuff that we're going to cover here on the Pinball Show include licensing. He talked a lot about licensing, as that's his job. And he talked about these standards usually being a three-year agreement with these license holders. Sometimes five, but typically a three-year agreement is is standard protocol. And he said there are extensions that can then be based on the success of a product as well. So uh, pretty typical Stuff there three year agreements so when we see stern or or uh Jersey jack or anybody pick up these majority of the time they're probably going to be three year agreements so you're gonna see them running that title for three years unless it's just not selling they could discontinue it unless it's selling like gangbusters and they might extend it they do a vault they may extend it et cetera
3: i, I think christian Chris, Chris and Christian are doing an excellent job in getting good people on there and and really uh like you said they're they're great interviewers mm-hmm yeah, absolutely.
0: They're talking about payment on, uh, how, how does one go about paying for, when do you pay for these licenses? And, and Roger Sharp said, typically the payment on the contract signing is upfront. You pay part of it upfront. Then you're going to accrue some royalties over time. Uh, they can begin on each product or based on guarantees you make, uh, what your estimated production numbers are, et cetera. So they might start once you, once you reach that guarantee. Uh, and he said there's many ways to do it. I just love talking about the sales marketing of and licensing of of pinball machines. I guess that's why I'm in the industry
3: yeah i've always been I've always been super curious to that is it is it a flat fee? Is it a you know per game sold type mm-hmm. of idea, which we know stern doesn't release their their game numbers, no. but I guess they'd have to release it to license holders? Just always mm-hmm. curious how that runs,
0: yeah, and the next thing that he said was a quote. And this is a big one. Roger Sharp on the Super Awesome Pinball Show said, quote, I know that Joe's going to get Harry Potter. It's going to be great. End quote. Now that, that Joe he's referring to is not Joe Fox. It's Joe it's Camacow.
2: It's me. It's, I'm
3: getting it. You're getting it. He knew I'd buy a CE of that. You are a flexor? flexer, aren't you? <laughs> <laughs> not you anymore. You we can tell that story. Oh,
0: that's, that is right. We will get into that. But you just bought Start. a CE. You're kind of... I did.
3: That all. Well I don't put I don't put JJP in the same category.
0: Uh nobody puts Stern in the corner. So Joe Cam and Cow apparently is gonna get Harry Potter license for pinball based on the statement from Roger Sharp. Is it, this isn't a big surprise, is it Foxy?
3: No, I think they've been talking about this and Joe Joe uh, Cam and Cow's dropped this in a couple of different interviews mm-hmm. in one way or another uh over the last I don't know six months to a year.
0: We know that Franchi's not the best at keeping secrets. Gotta love the guy; he's just not the best at keeping secrets, and uh, and he's been kind of teasing the this relationship between Cam and Cal and uh, the property holders on Harry Potter. Now, Franchi, I, I found this interesting. So you've got I'm try I'm kind of reading into this interpretively because I know just based on my presence in the industry, Fox. I, I know your, how these well, go ahead.
3: Your presence in the industry. Well, yeah, you just, I, yeah,
0: I know, I know some stuff and no, I, know. I can tell you the behavioral pattern from previous releases. And prior to that, the speculation about those possible releases, this is feeling very much like a, this thing has already been hammered out. Uh, Joe Cam and Cal and Roger Sharper, both, they both attain licenses and, they're the big heavy hitters. So when Roger Sharp comes on, when he talks about, oh, I know that Joe's going to get Harry Potter, he talks about some concerns that he would have chasing big licenses, uh, just saying that you get them. Again, if I'm reading into it, and I think I'm accurate here, um, I'm thinking he's having some type of, whether it's conscious or subconscious, justification for not attaining Harry Potter himself and Cam and Cow getting that. So it's almost like a foregone thing that it's already kind of in the works, in my opinion. Roger Sharp talked about when it comes to these big licenses, he's just more interested in how the licensor is being represented, how the assets are being brought to that said product. So if I'm reading into it more, it feels like Roger Sharp has some concerns with Harry Potter as a license for pinball and what we can really get out of that property holder.
3: Well, I, I I would think I'd share Here, let me let me let me rephrase that. What would be your thought process on we, we can assume that if Joe's involved with the licensing of it, mm-hmm. we'd have to assume that it's a Stern product in some way, whether it's a kapow title with Stern or whether it's Stern by themselves and Joe's helping him. Sure. Do you have a concern of a Stern Harry Potter versus a spooky Harry Potter or JJP Harry Potter or even American Pimp? Like no matter who the manufacturer is, do we have a concern that we're not going to get the assets that we'd all want to make that a huge game? I think it's a really good question. Each one
0: of them offers different flavors. I can almost visualize what each of those companies would do to the Harry Potter license. And the question being, am I concerned with Stern getting it or a Kapow? Uh, Not at all. Zero
3: concern. I think when that gets brought up, I think everyone's go-to low-hanging fruit is Star Wars, and I don't think this or any other license can be put into the same category as a Star Wars. Mm -hmm. I just think that that is so more restricted by the license, licensor, Mm -hmm. that you can't just say, oh, well, look what they did with Star Wars, so Harry Potter's just going to have Hogwarts in the back, like Elvira, you know, the castle, and that'll Mm -hmm. be the end of it. I I don't know you could say that.
0: Yeah, possibly he was talking about Roger Sharp was talking about Star Wars and, and there's been many Star Wars iterations throughout pinball. And he said, uh, you know, he, he spoke as if he knew a little bit about this Harry Potter license. He said, you know, Star Wars wasn't as absorbent as Harry Potter would be. So he's thinking Harry Potter holds even a a bigger uh, licensing hurdle than even Star Wars or would be more pricey.
3: Uh, I would probably, I could see either of those being the case.
0: Yeah. Uh, Roger said that you can get people to pony up for a license. Like people will come off their license for money, but are they going to dance? Are, are they really going to give you the assets that you want? That That's his big concern here with not only Harry Potter, but some of these big, uh, big licenses that people want. I like that even Franchi, and again, if I'm reading into it, Franchi using a hypothetical of, well, Roger, what if Harry Potter... Uh, cost two million dollars as the license. You know, would people pay more for it, or what? What would happen? And maybe Franchi doesn't know anything. Well, only time will tell what what comes of what comes of all of this. But it sounds like it's going to happen.
3: Well, if the rumors were true that the Beatles was a million dollar license, mm-hmm. and this being double that, it could be just speculation, or it could be hypothetical, whatever you want to call it. Does that mean... So, you have two ways of thinking of this. You make this a $20,000 game, right? So, Mm -hmm. because you have to pay so much for the license, but then you're obviously not going to sell as many, or you make it an affordable game, but you can sell five times that amount because... You have Harry Potter reaches well more than even Star Wars does because Star Wars is still, I would believe, is a you know an older generation okay. theme versus Harry Potter is still relevant today. I mean, even though they haven't made a movie in whatever it's been four or five years, uh, I still think there's more relevance in the younger crowd pushing their parents to get it. Uh, you know, all the way down the line, I, I think that license holds greater than a Star Wars, which was probably looked at before now as being the greatest uh, license okay. to get.
0: And I think so. I think you're right. Um, I think the biggest factor there would be that there have been Star Wars pinball iterations before. You know, you've you've yeah. got the non-pinball person that wants a Star Wars based pinball machine. They've got all kinds of opportunities to buy the pin, buy the Data East. Maybe they go with the Sega. Maybe they go with the Stern Pro. So they have all kinds of options. Whereas, there hasn't been anything for Harry Potter. There's been nothing now the, you got to be careful though, because Roger Sharp was and the group of the guys over there were talking about stranger things, dynamite license, but maybe didn't reach the demographic that was going to be purchasing pinball machines. So he said, that's really important when, when bringing an intellectual property to a, a pinball license and in, in a pinball market. I think Harry Potter surpasses that though. Uh, I still think Absolutely. It, it gets into that, that world of, uh, everybody paying for it, but only time will tell. But back to your original question, Joe Stern pinball, if I want the best shooting Harry Potter, I'm happy that I got a Stern Harry Potter. If I yep. want the most, maybe some of the most well-integrated Harry Potter, then I'm looking forward to a Jersey Jack Harry Potter. If I want a damn well-built machine then i know that what's tried and true at chicago gaming company doing harry potter would be great but i don't i don't i think these are moot points because it looks like it's coming to stern it looks like it's going to kapow kapow is definitely going to be tagged all over this thing this isn't going to be a help kind of thing this would be a kapow license and a kapow title roger sharp was talking about even he was like okay so you let be able to say chris you're paying your two million dollars for that license It'll, then you're going to pay another two hundred thousand, five hundred thousand. dollars just to get this kind of thing to market you're adding that in then you're building
3: parts you're he said
0: it uh, just
3: it's tough well the other part is you know getting the license from j was it jk Rowling is one thing but if you're then trying to bring in the characters now you've got to go after the and i don't remember all their names you know harry potter and ron weasley and yeah, all these people as actors, now they all have their own little gigs, and you, and you can't, you know, what are you going to do, spend $10 million between all characters to have them in there? So yeah. it's, it's a rock and a hard place situation. Everybody wants Harry Potter because they just want Harry Potter, and, I, and guess what? So would I. Yeah, me too. But it's not going to come in, in the day and age that we live in with licensing and the way these actors all have their separate <coughs> contracts. I don't know how you're ever going to do that.
0: Mm. Is that your girl calling?
3: <laughs> no, it was my alarm, Is that sorry. wifey? Nope, my alarm. I set an alarm to run this other thing on Facebook, and I'm wondering myself.
0: Listener just felt to me like Roger Sharp was concerned uh, with the amount you're going to get because he even talked about he's if he's doing a license, he's big on getting the assets. He was he was basically mimicking the whole Dave Fix preach um, the other the other week, saying that he doesn't like the whole just brand slapping, just slap a brand on something and sell it as it is. Uh, he said that Harry Potter will happen. It will be pricey. And then he talked about, quote, we get it out of the way. <laughs> he wants to just get it out of the way as this grail pin uh, so that we don't have to hear about it anymore. And I could imagine, as a licensor, that's all you. He probably hears about that as much as I hear, hey, Zach, where's my Guns and Roses? All right?
3: <laughs> you know, here's the problem, though. If, like I said earlier, expectations... Uh, the way we as a society become disappointed is because our expectations are set wrong there is no game that is going to come out that is not going to get bashed by the by the the ones carrying the pitchfork in this hobby because there is nothing that's going to be able to to come up to the expectations that we would have for a Harry Potter game You're especially so with the costs that are going to be associated with it they're better off in my opinion of not making it oh yep really yeah because uh, you're going to be damned if you do and damned if you don't. You know, it's, you're yeah. going to have the loyalists. Not the loyalists. You're going to have the people that are reasonable in this hobby that goes, Hey, cool, we got a Harry Potter-themed game. But you're going to have the majority that's going to say, Oh, I can't believe they don't even have Harry Potter in it. They don't have, yeah. you know, Hermione in it. They don't have whoever.
2: They fucked it
3: up! <laughs> exactly. So you you're never going to be able to do this this license. God, Gary Stern is Voldemort. Not, not in a platform that you have for a pinball machine with you know the dimensions of what they are.
0: Oh, maybe another dimension.
3: <laughs> the third the fifth element.
0: Franchi said if he was doing consultation, he would suggest that they do three three iterations of a Harry Potter get the license one year. Uh, the first year cover the first two films The second mm-hmm. year cover the next two films or three films and, and do it that way I, yeah, I don't, I've heard there's never been anything like that where you get iterations uh of of different movie i've I've never seen that i don't I don't think that would ever happen I'm not saying I wouldn't really like that to have a three uh, a trio lineup of the entire saga but I don't see that happening. I think you you cut your sales off at that point because most people are not going to own all three. They just want one of them, and then it's it gets messy.
3: Yeah, I mean, it's one thing to do a Pirates of the Caribbean in two thousand and six, and then Jersey Jack to come back and you know, to, to what 12, 13 years later, and do another one based mm-hmm. on the same theme. But to have a series of games that's going to come out at at you have to imagine ten, twelve, fifteen thousand dollars times three. I, I think you're uh, I think that's not even realistic. I, I, I've i heard that before and it actually, uh, I don't think it's a bad idea. I just don't know that it's feasible.
0: Do you think if they ever did a Harry Potter license, they would just have the world of Harry Potter? You don't get any storylines. You don't really get a lot of assets. You're a young wizard in Hogwarts, trying to make their way.
3: Uh, uh, this is not the answer to your question, but wasn't there a uh, either a pinball FX or a sure, one of these yeah, virtual VP, tables yeah. that was a Harry Potter? What? Did, how mm-hmm. did I didn't see it? How did they do it? Did they do like a world of Harry Potter? Did they actually do Harry Potter running a storyline?
0: No, they did the the main films. That was very successful, and it looked damn good. It looks so good.
3: It's just a lot easier to do anything on a computer than it would be in in actual manufacturing. But even
0: the assets that they utilized and coded uh, from the films and stuff, it's just very nicely done. So I would like to see something like that. I don't know what you do. Is there like nine films? I I don't know how you...
3: Yeah, there's a ton.
0: Oh, that, that's you, hard that's really that's why really i said tough.
3: the dimensions that you're restricted to there's the box is only so big the play field has its measurements it can only hold so much you can't put a lower play field an upper play field, a lower lower play field an upper upper play field a me- it only has so much restriction
0: i think that if you have a lineman sheets coating something like this or a keith johnson i think you can reach i mean look at look at the hobbit the hobbit yes. covered 31 modes now you can't tell me joe that Give yourself 25 to 30 different mode, look at Guns N' Roses, 20 plus modes. Then yep. wizard modes. You do something like that to cover all the main features of those nine said films, I think that can be done. One, one or two really cool toys.
3: That's the huge advantage to the LCD screen, sure, upgrading sure. from a DMD, is the ability to, to change the game with code and with visual effects Mm-hmm. That you cannot get from a DMD. A DMD has to rely more on the mechs and the pl- gameplay itself, whereas the LCD can give you a different uh, interpretation of the game by what's on the screen, even though you're not paying attention to it that much because you're looking at the play field. Yeah. Uh, but if and you have lighting. a game that has a lo- coding lighting,
0: yeah, it, yeah, look at look at GNR. That doesn't have as that's many GNR. That's a that game. Some of the '90s games.
3: Yep there it's the atmosphere that it brings to you versus the actual gameplay in some way. So you have to do, uh, probably like you said, a world of Harry Potter versus Harry Potter and the Chamber of Secrets, Harry Potter and the Deathly Hallows. I I I don't know all the names, but that would be
0: a, that would be very disappointing to me if we had that Jurassic Park feel again with no, with no nod to what everybody loves. And that's the films.
3: I, I know no, everybody they, they loves the, to books. the They I have to it. integrate the film. They have to do it like The Hobbit, where you have the actual film they're scenes, or like Guardians of to. the Galaxy, where you have to have it. You can't do a a hand, not hand drawn but hand cartooned type of version like Jurassic Park. People like think that, you
0: can though, Joe, because they say all oh, the books are the where it's at. Do the books, the interpretation of the books. That's good enough. It's going to be cheaper. And to me, like they're like we don't want that that stale crap like Guardians of the Galaxy. I I on the other hand say yes we do. I will take that. I will take that all day over a Jurassic Park world. How many Park people saw the field.
3: saw the movies versus read the books? Yeah, I especially know. when I there's know. so many.
0: It's so hard because so many people have read. It's like the Bible. Have, have you read the books? Read the, I don't read.
3: Uh, exactly, <laughs> I don't read either. I I haven't read the books, but I've saw every single movie, and saw yeah. most of them in the movie theaters. Sure. So, but
0: you're a you're a Danny Radcliffe fan. Is, <laughs> is that his
3: name? There you go, Harry Potter.
0: You see his naked Broadway thing too, right after Harry Potter? Weirdo. No, thanks.
3: Yeah, there's a lot of references to you and naked men. I'm not sure how much more comfortable I'm going to be here.
0: Joe Fox turned me on. What can I say? It's out there. It <laughs> is what it is. This? So yeah. So Roger Sharp was talking about let's get this out of the way, which again makes me think it's it's, it's already going to be it's, great. Well, it's already a foregone conclusion that it's happening too. He just didn't get it. He's wanting to get through this. And then he said, "Quote: Now we can we can all turn our attention to James Bond." And then they all giggled, but I assure you guys,
3: just, just wait, just wait. Was that a little? Was that a little drop in? Was that a? Oops, I'm sorry, but I'm not sorry.
0: No, I think they were. I think he was trying to say like, oh, that's Harry Potter's the grill now. Once we get that, through that, then everybody's going to want a James Bond. Once we get through that, everybody's. But I think there's relevance to why he said James Bond. That's all I'm saying. Yeah,
3: that's why I said, oops, I'm sorry, mm-hmm. not sorry.
0: Oh, he talked about uh, being disappointed about the fragmentation of pinball industry, about licensing, just creating this big barrier to entry for some of these companies. He said, look, now we've gone, we've kind of cannibalized ourselves like the film industry did, and it's licensed property or bust. You can't really sell non-licensed property and expect to sell units, period, dot. And I completely agree, continue to agree with him. Last detail, and then we'll move on. Roger Sharp dropped the bomb and said, look, Sigourney Weaver... For Alien, the Alien Pin with Highway Pinball, she's totally available. He just didn't want her. I, I don't make zero that. sense. He said they didn't even have any cost associated with her. Like it, it wouldn't even have cost anything more.
3: That is literally the most illogical thing I have ever heard I in know. my life, let alone in this pinball industry. You're going to do a game where only she's the only person people recognize with that movie.
0: Yeah, have Wizard of Oz without Dorothy, idiots.
3: Like, what the hell? Oh, but Dorothy was available. Well, why did you put her in? Ah, oh, we didn't want to. Eh, what? Not much of a Garland fan.
0: She's a little drama, <laughs> a, little, a little diva there. I don't. I for the life of me, I don't understand that. And that's one of the biggest downsides to that uh, that licensed pin. No Sigourney Weaver.
3: That's been the criticism since day one, and now you finally hear after all these years that she was completely available and it didn't cost any more. And mm-hmm. you go, no thanks.
0: So for a recap on the Roger Sharp stuff, go listen to the super awesome pinball show. They've poked fun and said that uh, other people just report on their big exclusive news. And you know what guys, you're right. Absolutely. Just interpret it better. That's all. <laughs> <laughs> we make your info entertaining. What's, what's going on with American pinball? Oh, Dave fix the lovable Ugh. Dave fix doo here comes Dave he <laughs> I,
3: i'm not sure this this mentality of of uh of certain people that want to come out and seem to come off as being super brash uh Big when chested. don't yeah when they don't have anything to quote unquote back it up or they haven't done anything you know yeah haven't done anything like I get Dave. He wants to come off. He wants to be impressive. He wants people to know that he's serious and what they're doing here now. And I get that. But to me, he came off as pompous and and yeah. I, I've never met the guy. I'm sure he's an awesome dude. Yeah, he's I, nice I just guy. tell you, he just come. He came off in that interview acting like he was the uh, Lyman Sheets or the or the Keith Elwin of, of yeah, he's the American change. Pinball. Mm-hmm. And to me, it just, it, it kind of, it, it just pushed me away. I mean, Rub you have role? to realize, you, yeah, you're taking a position to try to recover for a company that has pretty much three flops uh, in a row. Mm-hmm. I mean... Uh, I've owned I owned all three of them and they were they were decent games, but they didn't have the longevity. And we definitely know that they didn't sell the numbers. Mm-hmm. And I think you're trying to attract people back or you want to try to attract people back to you realize, hey, there's a new guy in town. We're going to do things better, do things, you know, smarter. But did it come off as pushing people away? I, I don't know.
0: I, I think it pushed off more people than it than it brought in. Now, he did, to be fair, on the Super Awesome Pinball Show, they they're passing along. To their audience, Dave Fix apologizing to the pinball media and podcasters out there. He wanted to express that. He said uh, it came across as him speaking to a number of podcasters. He just met one individual, and he referenced a man, uh, a male. So He's talking and, about And Canada. Listen, we know who uh, he's I'm talking assuming. about,
3: and I don't even know if I, that's fair for him.
0: No, I—, I I don't get it either. I thought for first, I was like, well, I hope he's not talking Every
3: about time a new game comes out, all you have is your opinion based on what you're seeing.
0: He when knows Stern what he puts out their bullshit.
3: little promo he video, knows. what else are you supposed to do? Yeah, just say knows. no comment?
0: He knows it's bullshit. He just doesn't like Canada. That's all. That's
3: all that was. Sure enough. But what
0: he said was, was not, the way he said it, was not geared towards just one person, in my opinion. It, it was geared towards, he, he, had, he was chesty. He was being chesty at that time. He went with whatever was flowing. and Was he flexing? Was fl- chest flexing,
3: yeah. Ch- chest flexing?
0: Sure. Yeah, chest flexer. I bet he's got one of those shake weights.
3: Or you willing to bet under his bed. I got one of those. Please tell me you do. I do. Oh my I don't God. know where it's at. It used to be in the, in the office I'm sitting at right now. I don't know what my wife did with it, but I, I had
0: one. Oh, man, Joe Fox. You should have never told me that.
3: Thank hey, you. you know what? I, I buy into all these crazes like everybody else.
0: Please tell me you have two of them, like you're going skiing. <laughs>
3: hey, I only have I only have one of those. If you know what I mean.
0: Sab said that Dave Fix does stand behind his criticisms that he had towards their products, though, and said that they've all all those issues have been fixed. So,
3: well, that part I liked. That part to me. Is you can be critical of your own product and realize mm-hmm. you need changes, and that's what you're there for. And that you can be pompous about by by saying that you need to make changes inside of your own industry. But
0: they haven't been fixed. They shit on well, the Oktoberfest art. To my recollection, they haven't fixed that. They shit on the the shape of the heads on those games on all three of them. I to I think my he recollection. means that they're
3: going forward. They have a new new sheriff in town type of idea, and they're going to change things. So your next game, whatever they're that may be, is not going to come out with that Selling
0: those titles. I just got well, an email they can't the throw the other them in day. the trash and burn them uh okay i said i, I, I got a call the other day or a message the other day asking about hey what uh what are we looking like on hot wheels this year well it'd be a hell of a lot easier if the person running all this shit wasn't down talking or talking down like yeah, that's that's okay. my point
3: I, I got you you're talking to it from a distributor and trying to sell the game standpoint is yeah from a dealer standpoint i guess so but yeah, from a dealer standpoint, I completely agree. You're trying to sell a game. You may have two or three of them sitting in your inventory and you want to move them. And here's the guy who's the, now the figurehead of this company Sounds or the spokesperson saying, <laughs> our games sucked until, until I got here. Oh, well, that's an easy sell for me. Thanks, Dave.
0: From an integrity standpoint, I respect it. I respect him being, like you were saying, critical about some of the, uh, some of the maybe not so loved portions of some of their products. I get that. Having said that, if I am in his position, I simply don't do that, and it's my job not to do that. In my opinion, maybe I'm wrong. I could be wrong.
3: No, it's it's a it's a tough thing. You know, are you trying to the people that are critical of you the ones actually spending the money, and who are you trying to satisfy? It's it's tough when you're in sales and you're trying to sell your product, and you know there's been issues in the past.
0: If I'm playing devil's advocate, if you're trying to satisfy your customers, what is the output? objectively speaking on how to measure that sales exactly exactly Does stern pinball talk about how shitty their artwork is on games or how it doesn't work or how they don't they're having part no no you know, they're doing but pretty they good don't have,
3: but they have 90 percent market share
0: they're doing pretty well how's american pinball doing with sales of all this you know now do you think this transparency that he's that he's putting out there is really helping sales which is the no measured it's output not. now
3: that's my point. Nope. Oh, I, I agree with you. I'm just saying from his standpoint, it's tough for him when there's, when, there, when the masses are so critical. It's tough for who to satisfy. Do I satisfy the distributors who are only selling my product? Or do I just, or do I satisfy the customers who are the ones calling the distributors to buy the product? His customers are the distributors, I would argue. You, you have a very good point there, too, because you're the one out there when somebody walks into your showroom and says, I don't really know what I want you got to come over here and sell their product for them.
0: Yeah. Who's, who's paying for those machines to American pinball. It's not, you are, it's not the end user. No. Nope. Yeah, it's not the end user. One of the good things that did come out of this week, I was excited about this, uh, this announcement this morning here. Um, American pinball is proud to announce their newest senior mechanical engineer, uh, Zofia Ryan, Zofia Bob Ryan. Zofia has been a mechanical design engineer for more than 30 years as an achieved valuable experience in design and blah, blah, blah. So, She's coming over from Williams Valley Midway back in the day, and has some really successful patents. Some Joe, you and I were reviewing this prior to the show. Some pretty complex mechanisms uh, that she t- has helped create and patent, including the roulette scoring device on Popeye, the magnetic ball carrier for Dracula, the Mist multiball. That's awesome. The Doctor Who multi-level play feature. That's badass. The rotating head on the machine. These these are really cool, complex machines. She's also been attributed to working on games like Pool Sharks, The Machine, Bride of Pinbot, Doctor Who, Bram Stoker's Dracula, Popeye, Dirty Harry, Who Done It, Tic Tac Toe, Junkyard. Wow. Yeah, this
3: is, I, I this had is never a good heard head. of her. I'd never heard of her. And I said to you when we were talking earlier when you went through this list, I'm like those are some of the coolest mechs and games that have been done over the years. Yeah. That really haven't been replicated, and I don't think it's because they're not good. I think because the maybe the expense of them is mm-hmm. what has led them to be taken. I mean, that Doctor Who Rising oh, uh, God, yeah, was right. it the Dalek? I'm not. I'm not a big Doctor Who fan. I've played it, but I don't know what the names are. That thing is cool. I mean, aside from getting your finger chopped <laughs> off if you're not careful. Yeah. That
0: that is very complex. Very cool. It seems like Sophia, she's not a. Just a eh, we'll create a basic mechanism here. Going for the gold on all of this stuff. Even like people shit on Popeye. There's some pretty complex things in there. Uh, people talk about missed multi-ball. That's legendary. And that hadn't been done before. Using a magnet to travel a ball across a play field?
3: Yeah, the only thing I can think that comes close to that was the Kiss Premium LE, where the ball, you mm-hmm. know, is uh, dancing across the stage type of idea. Great effect. Uh, too. Yeah, absolutely, and it's and it's great for that game. It makes complete sense. But I don't think we've seen another no. game where a magnet makes it dance across the the
0: playfield. Certainly, very cool. Who Done It was full of different little things, a slot machine and whatnot. Yeah. So I think this is even Junkyard. Yeah, Junkyard's
3: got a couple of different cool yeah. little things that had hadn't been done then and haven't been done since type of idea. I think
0: Sophie's going to bring some quirk and complexity to American pinball, and you know what? That's that's nicely done. I'll give an applause to that one. Plus, absolutely, we all talk about diversifying pinball and getting more women and people of color into pinball. Pff, a plus here, and you know, just based on based on history and, and what we've been through in the past, maybe that's why we haven't heard from her as much. I'm not saying that to be the case, but it could be she was a female nineties, Bally Williams. Who knows? We know that pinball's had a history. So congratulations. I
3: I think it's, I think it's a big upgrade for them on that side of it as well. Mm -hmm. And that's one of the things I had.
0: Uh, I did talk to Joe Balser this week called me. I love Joe. Joe did want to, I'll put this in there. I think you'd be okay with me saying it. I was talking with Joey B and, he he was like we were just talking about just life in general and pinball and what he's been up to, but he said he was surprised to hear Dave Fix and American Pinball indicate that he was a contract designer. Uh, how about that,
3: Joe? Yeah, I. I it's surprising to me. He I mean, that, I, I kind of thought they were just.
0: Yeah, he, he was. He was like, well, it's not that there's bad blood. Or, you know, maybe I I do some contract work with them in the future, but. He said, I'm not, I don't have a contract with them. So he's, he was like, and I felt bad for the guy. Because he's like, now other manufacturers probably think I'm locked in with these. Guys. That's just not the case. And I'm like, oh, that's yeah, a good def- point. Definitely uh, very conflicting stories
3: from both sides. That's for sure. Yeah.
0: So he's like, no, I don't have a contract with them. Uh, you know, they're, they're going in a, in a direction that's different than what I was going in with them. And he's open for opportunities elsewhere. So I thought, well, shit, good for you, Balser. I'd love I would love to see Balser. Yeah, I think Balser could do he could do design work, of course, he's proven that over the decades of work, but I could see Joey B doing consultation, doing operations, management. I could see him doing uh, uh helping some of these design teams like a almost like a George Gomez like mentor to some of these younger designers or younger engineers or, uh, younger, just manufacturing. I can see him walking that line Fox with all the knowledge and experience he has saying, Hey guys, this is going to be an issue here. Uh, Like setting up production lines. I think that would be a good spot for him.
3: Yeah, I definitely, uh, I think Joe Bosser. uh, how do I want to put this? I want to say he gets a bad rap because I think his designs have been some of the most interesting and, Talk about a guy that can go from uh, you know 180 degrees on his designs. He could do something like a, yeah. you know Baywatch and then come around and do something like Wizard of. I mean they're just yes. they seem to be so much different than the last. He is a designer of variety. Absolutely. Really you know, guys like a, have their, their signatures and they stated their signatures, but uh, definitely not in this not in this mm, standpoint. And
0: he's, he's he reminds me of like a like a Dennis Nordman. Some variety there with Nordman too.
3: Yeah, uh, absolutely. I don't
0: think it's a stretch that they went with Nordman now. But uh, I was just talking to Joe and stress-free right now, so he's loving life. But I'd like to see Joe end up somewhere. He'll be chomping at the bit before we know it. Mm-hmm. Speaking of Jersey Jack Pinball and Wizard of Oz, do you know Eric Menyer had a birthday this last weekend? I did. I heard that. Or I read that. I think I read it. Uh, the young guy's probably like fucking 25 or something. Who knows? He's a baby. <laughs> well, just like you. I'm just a little baby. My little Eric. Maybe I get uh, Eric clone too, put him in my other shirt pocket. So use, use. little Dennis and a little Eric? Yes, you designed me a widow Pirates game. Yeah, little guns and what was it? Good job. Hey, no man. offense to Dennis, but if there's a fight that breaks that, I'll, I'll put my money on Eric. The Minyars are kinda tough. Yeah. <laughs> they're a uh they're a tough breed over there. Absolutely. Yeah, and he was also, he went on the Loser Kid Pinball podcast. Go listen to that podcast for an interview with Eric Menier. That was a lot of fun as well. He talked about JJP in that interview, said that they had 70 employees. And he felt a responsibility at times in, in design and and making sure he represents the IP to the best of his ability, so much so that it keeps people employed too. He wants to be able to sell games. So he's really going for what that enthusiast is looking for in their pinball machine in 2021 or 2020 some odd, you know. 2021, 2022, 2023. 70 employees. Is a, a lot, lot of people? people?
3: Yeah. Listen, I, I I went to the original Jersey Jack factory many, many times. Mm-hmm. and yeah, it, was like, I don't, it was like an hour away from you in Jersey? Yeah, well, it was an hour away from my office. I'm in Delaware, but I, I work in Jersey. Sure. And uh, I was an hour away from there. I would go and pick up my games there when I would order anything. And, and I don't believe that there was ever that many people... Uh, working there at that time no yeah I, i've heard that as well
0: now they're still hiring as well they need to increase production i think they know that but i'd like to see that i'd like to see them because they have all the capabilities and the product offerings to do more of a two big run system
3: two lines i think they're getting there i, I think that we yeah, but see... Joe, how long are we going to hear that i don't know would you rather them not make any games at all is that better for you no soup for you. Where's my fucking GNRC? CE? where's mine?
0: Yes, where's yours. I get mine. I the hell'd you go through? But happy ten year anniversary, Jersey Jack Pinball. Did you see these CES that the band members get? Those GNR? yeah, it was pretty cool, wasn't it? Oh,
3: I didn't. All nice. I saw was the top part of it, though. Did they? It was the game any different, or is it just the, the I don't plate so, is different?
0: No. Yeah, I think it's just a, a yeah, an exclusive plate. Maybe they haven't signed their own machines. <laughs> I don't yeah. know.
3: I didn't maybe they're signing the playfields on their own games. Yeah, I don't know. I think it's
0: pretty much. Uh, I was talking to Ken, I think it's the same. They just get that, that one of They just one get that different page.
3: Man, I, 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 I actually saw, I helped a oh, yeah. friend of mine. He got his, and I helped him get it down his basement and unbox it. And yeah. man, I, I saw That's your nice. LE at your house, and that was beautiful as it mm-hmm. is. And this sparkle playfields that they're doing on these things are just. Is that pretty uh, pretty
0: cool? It doesn't feel it doesn't picture well. You can't.
3: It doesn't picture well. No. Um. It, and I think it's because obviously you know. Listen. No. No game really photos well. Even when they do these high def, uh, you know sure, releases yeah. or whatever they call these things, I still think they're they're missing the boat on stuff until you see something in person. and You see mm-hmm. those rad cows shine really hungry, and you see that yeah. playfield sparkle. Uh, but, it definitely is something to uh, to,
0: to play. They ad, devil's advocate here. Is it really worth that much more money? It's three thousand dollars. That's a okay, lot so of money. Okay, so let's
3: go through Fox. this, right? So you got the sparkle playfield. Okay, you've I'll give you the... an extra
0: five hundred dollars for that.
3: Okay, you've got a mirrored back glass, which you—I know you are a huge fan those. of mirrored backglass. Now
0: that's—that is a small little bitty back glass. It's not much of a focal point as is other games. So I'll give you an extra seven fifty for that. We're at twelve fifty. Okay,
3: so twelve fifty. You're going to get the band member signature on that card, which, for what it's worth, I mean, you're not just bucks, talking about
0: thirteen fifty. How much? A hundred bucks.
3: hundred bucks for Slash. And I just duff don't give a shit about Axel. I could care well, less. Well, listen, no if I, uh, they, uh, Do you care more about Duff and Slash and Axel, or or Gary Stern signing a certificate and and the designer signing a play field?
0: Pretty equivalent to me.
3: Uh, I think it's much more, but that's yeah, okay. Yeah. Uh, then you have the the laser cut armor. Forget the color because they're both powder coated on the other but now it's laser cut. I'm going to give you 500 for that, so we're at 12, uh,
0: 17, 18, 50, 18, 15, 19, 50. Okay, 19. 19 forget that signature.
3: 1950. Okay. Then you have the rad cows. That's a big one. The rad cows, and not only are they, they're different than the normal rad cows, which are just a shiny, sheer kind of you know plastic material. It's a chrome. These are now. They call them what they call metallic. They called them mirrored rad cows. Mirror, that's what they called them.
0: But In the pictures, eh, I looks more like they're a not mirrored. Here's mirrored what I finish. here's what I,
3: I put them equivalent to <laughs> yeah. the uh, the construction workers when they wear their yellow vests and they have the silver sh- strips that go through them so that they're reflective like when the, they're on the road at night. That's yeah. what I would put them. That's it what feels I feels more
0: them. like yeah that that shiny embossment um, a glossy look. Yeah, I'll give what? you I'll give you five hundred. S- no, I'll give you more than that. I give you seven fifty. Those sell for seven fifty. I bet red cows.
3: All right, yeah. so now you're at twenty six fifty. If my math is good, uh, no, twenty seven hundred. Yep, you got uh, RGB exterior
0: lighting. I will give you you've another 250 two fifty sh- for
3: that. And then you've got the topper. Yep, with the and sound the bar. sound bar. We're over three. Regardless 000. of the issues I ran
0: into with the first group, you give me a uh, a physical ball lock now as well with the apron. coma lock in the bottom of the playfield. Mm-hmm. Yep, yep. You All give right. me uh, you give me a skull accessory shooter rod
3: which like, I'm not a huge fan Finn of it, really but knows his it's, games. it's more. I do. I know my games.
0: Yeah, we're it's, well over $3,000.
3: You're well over thir- $3,000, in it my is. opinion. Yep. Yeah. From the upgrades. Now, the next oh, question is Invisigl- Gl- Oh, you get that in the LA. Now you get the LE and Shaker Motor, get the LE. Yeah. So the question is, though, for each person, do you, what do you value them at? Not for what they actually cost, because you can go sell a game, and you know, you know I mod my games out, and yeah. I powder coat everything but it doesn't have the dollar for dollar trade off to each person. It's like, you of know, like
0: the autographs with me, I don't value yeah. them that high, but they're probably more than a hundred dollars getting them all to sign one piece of
3: something. Yeah. And guess what? If you take that out, you were still, we were still at that number anyway without the autographs. Yeah. Yep. That's why I preach with the
0: stern Ellie. Same thing. Like it, they, that it does add up if you like that stuff.
3: Yeah, I, I think they. Uh, I think there's a huge... And guess what? It showed, right? Because within an hour, two hours, whatever you want to call it, they were gone, all 500 of them, Yeah, you know, between distributors and now. them. Yep, looking forward to it, looking forward to
0: it. I'm also looking forward to this Thursday. Mark your calendar now. The Pinball Industry Awards, presented by the Pinball Network. Sponsored by... Isn't it, isn't it Wednesday? ...Pinball and Trophy Depot. No, it's Thursday.
3: Oh, what Okay, I thought it was Wednesday the 27th.
0: God, don't scare me, Joe. <laughs> one, one less day <laughs> really? for me to finish. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah, the 28th at 8 p.m. Uh, 27th oh, 27th is a right. reach-around. Yeah, that's right. But, uh, yeah, so we got the Pinball Industry Awards, the event is coming up. We got a teaser promo probably this week as well. We'll showcase the host, maybe the trophy. Damn it, trophy is nice. Um, I don't know which looks better, the host
3: or the trophy. Whew, it's hard to say the host is a trophy depending on who you ask. Oh.
2: yeah. Not me.
3: Oh, I'm not speaking for myself. No, not absolutely not. I can
0: be your trophy piece.
3: <laughs> Sit me on
0: your mantle. Uh, Multimorphics in the news. Did you hear they have a why? game called Heist?
3: <laughs> why?
0: Well, they did. Nobody's talking about it, but they released um finally some art to go on the slingshots and Midway Playfield on those so the side quarter panel things there uh, that all the others just
3: typicals. in so does led zeppelin now have art on its slingshot?
0: yeah but multimorphic never had that so uh, <laughs> i'm
3: kidding because either does led zeppelin oh <laughs> i was gonna go there too nicely done uh,
0: thank to you. It. so if you want uh, slingshot art and mid playfield plastic arts for your heist or lexi uh it's only 40 dollars a kit
3: it looks better i can tell you that much listen this is a this is a a, a, a beaten horse obviously right yeah, and I, I've actually never played a, uh, a a multimorphic game. I've seen them at shows, and the line was always long. I didn't mm-hmm. feel like stopping. In my opinion, it, it, do you do do you do multimorphic or do you do one of these virtual pins? It, 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 neither of them are pinball. I, I, I would say, but would you choose a a virtual pin where you're getting? Uh, You know, half the cost with 900 games, or do you do multi morphic at you know 10,000 plus, and then every time you gotta add a game, it's another 2,500 dollars.
0: Unequivocally, 100%. I go multi morphic there, especially after the week I've had with virtual pinball. What
3: what week is that?
2: Uh, uh, Foxy.
3: Oh, Doctor Phil. Yes.
2: Uh, uh, It's it's me. Fan favorite pinball show. Dr. Phil.
3: Dr. Phil, what, what do we owe this great honor to you to be here this hey,
2: week? Listen, lots of sons of bitches out there in this industry. Uh, boneheads. Look, I, I I, didn't fall off the turnip of truck, right? Right? You hear me? You hear me? I hear you. see you. me? Yeah. Hey, I, I'm sure you're wonderful, articulate host of the pinball show. will discuss it in Market Trends. What do they call it? The, uh, they call it for four, 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 foreshadowing. I'll give you some foreshadowing. Uh, screw you, k- k- virtual pinball! <laughs> uh, with, 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 with your false advertisement bullshit. They uh, my
0: boys. Thank you, Doctor Phil. I don't
3: Thank know you, what Dr. he's talking Phil. about. I have no, I have clue no idea you. what he's talking about.
0: I guess there's only one way to find out. Joe Fox, you ready for everyone's favorite pinball podcast segment?
3: Oh, we're doing Dr. Phil again? <laughs> well, no, it's not that.
0: It's just a you know little thing I like to call...
2: <laughs>
3: oh, wrong thing.
2: Pinball market trends!
3: Oh, right. See how they did that? I thought you told me if I came on, you were going to skip that this week. No, we got to have the little pinball! Market trends. Well, I actually, I do actually enjoy this segment. I know Dennis oh. doesn't. I actually feel that there is some validity towards your research in this topic. Oh, really? Because I do watch some of the stuff uh, that you're you're referring to, and I go back and look myself. I do believe.
0: So you're saying that. the man knows the
3: shit? Uh, well, let's just say uh, yes. Yes. A creaky yes. door over okay. there.
2: Turning up this week is Kiss Ellie.
3: Not Did you see
0: this? Shit bally. Oh my god. Man. It, it, almost a deal of what the fuck, but the, it's selling.
3: I sent it to you as a deal of what the fuck, except, mm. right, it sold. $14,500 already- $14, Kiss LE with topper.
0: Of course, the topper we've seen recently sell for $2,000. You just still take that off? You're still up, up above the $10,000 threshold for a Kiss Stern.
3: Oh, unbelievable. Wow. Not a terrible game. Talk but, about a market appreciation there. Yeah. I, I wish I'd held on to mine if I'd have known that.
0: Why? Why? And riddle me uh, this, listener and Joe Fox. Why the sudden love for Kiss Pinball?
3: Here, here's my guess. My guess is you're not going to have anyone part with the topper. Correct. Therefore, you got to buy the whole package. And the topper plays a huge, huge uh, play into this. Oh, Wow, topper fluence? Is that what I'm hearing? You may have some oh. responsibility in this matter.
0: No, I'm not talking about like, I'm talking about the topper itself having
3: Oh the Topper itself. I think people are paying influencing the, the uh <laughs> Although, desire of the pen. It doesn't it doesn't make a ton of sense because well it only could be because people won't part with the topper. And if you want the topper, but then what do you do? You're gonna eat a, a eleven five a kiss L E? No. Well, uh, you're I going think to sell you, your premium that maybe you have. Or you're going to sell your own LE and take a loss in order to have the one with the topper. Like, I can't figure out anything else why it would be that way. I don't
0: understand it either, but you know, the numbers don't lie.
3: We only report no, the facts here. At the Pimera. two of them. One is pending, and one is for sale in North Carolina, both for 14 5
0: And who knows if they got that, but I guarantee they got at least $12. Uh,
3: you are not listing something for 14 5 and taking 6
0: if i told you listeners out there four years ago that that kiss le that nobody wants is selling in 2021 for over twelve thirteen thousand dollars, you would say damn you did were i mean get on the code like what happened to it
3: uh, you there would have been an argument that, that 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 amount of years ago two of them weren't worth 14.5
0: and the code is solid right it's it's solid but it's and, nothing and I to write. Play, I never home played about. the new
3: code. No, I never played the new code after they revamped it. When the, you know, Kiss had gone so long without an update, and they. Re- I had just sold mine like three months before they came out with the new code, so I don't. I've never played the new code. Well, I
0: have, but it, and it's cleaned up. It's it's a little better. It's what I'm saying is, it is not commanding the price of this pin now because of that code. Nope. artwork looks good. I think it's a damn great shooter, but. Is it really that different from Aerosmith or Guardians of the Galaxy or Metal? No, not really. It reminds
3: me of Aerosmith more than anything else, but is it is it because they didn't make as many? Possibly. And now the exclusivity, because Aerosmiths a, are all over the place. Yeah, well, they you actually, got
0: a no, D where Aerosmith and Guardians, you can in L C D that doesn't make sense. Kiss is not really a band that's that's made this comeback that everybody's like, holy shit, it's Queen. I love Queen now, right? No. Nope, it's not nope, that.
3: Yep. What the hell is it? We're gonna to have to find the buyers and ask them what it is. I
0: think some of it's exclusivity. They didn't have probably, you don't see them all the time. You don't see them around as much. And damned me, but I think a lot of it is that topper. People want this. This is stupid and crazy and true. People want that game in their collection because they like topper enabled games. And that's one of the best toppers out there.
3: It is one of the best toppers out there. I mean, it's very simple and it was a $400 topper when it came out mm-hmm. but it brings it, it's probably one of the most theme matching toppers if that oh, makes sense yes. it's a spectacle
0: and we know the people that pay too much for shit like this are us hobbyists oh, absolutely. and collectors and we will absolutely. overpay for something if it it doesn't even have to play as long as it looks good and it's fitting for our collection absolutely. that's why that's why it's trending up, and that's why it's going for so much. A little foreshadowing, I've been telling you guys. Turning up this week is Stranger Things, Ellie. Stranger Things, Ellie. You took a hit on one of those, didn't one. you, Joe?
3: I had one. I got rid of it. Couldn't... It... Although I, I I told you already, I have the desire to take one back, not necessarily an LE, but at least a, a premium mm-hmm. uh, with the code updates and different things. And maybe I didn't give it a fair shake, but uh,
0: premium still uh, kind of holding steady in the sixes, upper sixes, lower sevens there. So not really turning that up. I'm talking about a stranger things LE. LA. Ladies and gentlemen, if you want to get a stranger things game and you find an LE that pops up, I'm just telling you right now, this is my crystal silver ball foreshadowing here. I'm waving my hands across it. Stranger things. Grab it now before
3: they're fourteen five. You're gonna and before the topper comes out. Yeah, where is the topper? Where Where is is the
0: Stranger Things topper? Instead of where's the code, everybody says where's the topper.
3: Yeah, forget the code.
0: Where's the topper? Yeah, we need topper. I don't know where the topper is. I uh, I'm hoping that we'll see it in March. That's my guess. Hoping March, maybe February. Hell, who knows? But
3: I guess, I guess COVID had a lot of effect on all this stuff. I mean, it's not just as simple as manufacturing where you couldn't keep up, but I, I guess production on certain things and design and all that, everything's been affected and still kind of has its lingering effects, right?
0: Uh, it's sad, Joe, when flipping Out Pinball, our interested list for certain rumored toppers are longer than future title <laughs> releases. I'm not joking. <laughs> I'm sure. I'm not joking. Also turning out this week is the mustache himself. Roger Sharpe.
3: He's he's been trending up since 1976.
0: And he continues to, if he continues to entertain me to the degree that he is, I'll continue trending him up. But when we take the good here at the pinball show, we also take the bad. Trending down this week is Dialed in LE. Now Joe, you're looking for a C, aren't you?
3: Yeah, this game's another victim of just a theme because once people play this game, they say how fun it is and what a great shooter it is. Rules are awesome. Yeah. yeah sim, sim card shot. Yes, is difficult, but not uh, not unmakeable. Still satisfying. But it's another victim, I think, of of a non-themed pinball game.
0: Ooh, when you drain that ball when you have a sim card lit. Ooh, you, uh,
3: you, you want to bang your head on on edge. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I I I like this game a lot. I had it for a long time. Mm-hmm. I uh, You know, I can't keep every game. I mean, you know, I could only probably name two or three games that I would just say I never would get back on <laughs> Roadshow. But um, oh. Dialed In is not one of them uh, for sure. And, and yeah, I put an ad out recently looking for a CE just to kind of match up with the Wonka and mm-hmm. the uh, Guns N' Roses and mm-hmm. that one. But uh, I did get one message who, you know, wanted what I thought was a little bit too high for that title with that uh, that little bit of upgrade. They wanted 11 the for CE. it? No, they actually wanted 10, or no, they don't even have a conversation unless we're talking at minimum of 10. Mm. Uh, and to me, mm, mm. I was just like, nah, it's not that important, Yelly. just, you know, I'll go get a new Ellie still in the box from people at, at nine.
0: Yeah, yeah, so. absolutely. And like since I too. can't
3: get the jacket anymore, and I can't have lunch with Jack and Pat anymore, <laughs> uh, you know there's no real upgrade I and mean, that was their first dance with with ce's and bringing something extra to the table and you know i think those coupons have expired at this point uh, you know having lunch with those guys and and which would have been a great experience but uh yeah i can't cash in on that so the ce is just maybe just because it's a little you don't know if it was going to be a
0: great experience I and mean, pat lawler could have been a messy sloppy eater or something
3: yeah, but you know what? Uh, at least you could say you had at least you could say you know he dropped yeah. a meatball on your lap or something. That's true.
0: What if, what if he, like, ate ketchup out of the packet straight? Like, he could be a weird fucking eater that just disgusts well, could, you.
3: What if he, worse, what if he, like, takes the condiments that are in the packets and, like, puts them in his pocket to take home so he can push them into his ketchup bottle in the refrigerator? And, you know, I want I want Pat bucket.
0: Lawler to be the soup eater that eats it like a cat eats a bowl of milk. I don't know,
3: go <laughs> Just to see him do it, yeah. and you're like, yeah.
0: Like, Pat, that's a stew. Like, what are, yeah. what are you doing? Can't take you anywhere. So yeah, unfortunately, turning down is dialed in because you can pick up an LE now, mid to low sevens. Like I saw low a standard.
3: Sevens. I don't know if it was on Pinside or Facebook. It was uh, on Was Pinside. it six grand for a standard?
0: Yep. $6,000. Standards have dropped to, uh, my market estimation is 5,800 to 6,200 for a standard.
3: No, what was this deal with the standard? The standard had, or the LE had ramp lights where the standard didn't. The and armor a, was stainless steel difference. versus blue. Yeah.
0: Stainless steel. You get a little bit of different artwork. You also get that um, that die cut thing in the in the back, I believe. Is different. The die cut thing. The, the lit. It's not lit. Back uh, there. Okay. Okay. Uh, that. Um,
3: the plexi cutout in that, the back. Thank
0: you. Yeah, that plexi cutout. Okay. So there, there's a couple, couple things there. 58 to 6,200 for a standard dialed in is sinking fast. Hold also
2: on. sinking fast this week
0: is the pinball show. Ah! Training down this week is the pinball. Wait, huh? Hold it. That can't be right. No,
3: it's right. It's cause you had me on here. I told you not going to work out for you.
0: Ladies and gentlemen, I'm just being clever here. It is true that the pinball show is trending down but it's not the pinball show that everybody is accustomed to no 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 it's not one of the top pinball podcasts of all time featuring dennis Kreisel and myself zach many no it's not the well, how, tried ma- how many pinball now.
3: shows can there be there can only could be one pinball show
0: thank you preach thank you there is an entity that came out this last week with a nice shit promo video announcing Wait, did you say a
3: nice shit promo video? Uh,
0: yeah, sorry. Uh, Oxymoron. Nah, just fell out of my mouth. Um, a nice promo. I'll be nice here. And it—it's uh, called the Pinball Show. Features two hosts on YouTube. It's complete bullshit. <laughs> pinball Show. You know who does this? This isn't just some idiot asshat either. It's Zen Studios, creators of fake pimp or virtual pinball. Like here's the here. Here's the deal. him my Biden. Here's the deal. If you're going to call something the pinball show, make sure that it's better than what's already out there. Call the pinball show. and I'm putting my money down in Vegas right now. My guarantee to you, listener, is that the Zen Studio version of the pinball show, which is rightfully mine, will not hold a candle to what we are doing over here. It's just, it's going to be laughable. It's gonna be cute. Well, what is it? Is, it?
3: is it a YouTube show?
0: It's a YouTube show, but they're, it's a false advertisement, listener. It's not the pinball show. They're not covering pinball. They're covering virtual pinball. Virtual pinball.
3: If you're gonna bite, if you're gonna steal the name, at least change it up a little bit. Like if uh, we could do straight down the right at lane,
0: <laughs> straight down the programmed drain. Uh. No, it's good, guys. Zen Studios. If you're listening out there, I, I'm flattered. I'm flattered and if you guys need any other gold ideas, like I've said before, reach out to me first. I'd be happy to help. But stealing the name, the pinball show, when you're not covering pinball? What am I gonna have the fucking toaster show and talk about pinball? <laughs> like what are we what are we coming to here, people? You call it the virtual pinball show because that's an accurate representation of what you're covering. Or hell, call it the fake pinball show. I have a little tongue in cheek there. That's what I'd go with. But calling it the Pinball Show is no bueno. No, I'm not salty. I'm not bitter about it at no, all.
3: No, not at all. Not at all. He's in studios. Wait till you hear from his lawyer. Yeah, no shit.
0: No, I've already looked into trademarking and uh, trademarking the process for the Pinball Show for for ourselves. I will say that. But um, you're in Hungary. It doesn't it doesn't qualify. Doesn't no matter anyway. It. Yeah, yeah. people from out of the country in certain countries can do whatever the hell they want. Like, oh, licensed property. Sure, we'll print it for you. <laughs> they don't give yeah a shit yeah so no it's not you gonna can't matter. touch them hey i like the battle i like the competition you bring it fake pinball show let's see what you got we'll see who's going to keep the crown for the actual title of the pinball show bet it's gonna be me and Denden. i don't think it's much of a competition also trending down this week this is more of a fun one a cuddly one can you trim down something and still be fun and cuddly Sure. I thought Absolutely. the cutest flattery this last week, listening to the super awesome pinball show. Aww. Sweet, sweet Franchi over there. He, he's precious. He, he attempted, Joe Fox, to do a deals of the what the fuck. He called it something different, but that was what it was. Hell was so similar and akin to what I've been doing that he even used the deals of the what the fuck example of the Guns and Roses that I used last week. Imitation is the best form of flattery, I, I think. Uh, so Franchi, again, competition. I'm ready, buddy. Let's bring it. Let's see who can really bring people the deals Oh,
2: The what <laughs> the fuck the pinball show.
0: Yeah, uh, you have to tune into the Saps, dude. It was good. It was nicely done.
3: Yeah, I have, to, I have to. I wasn't in the car at all since it came out. So I I'll forgot what he called, he, he called it.
0: He called it Franchi Pants, or he called it something where he takes a pinball machine that's priced too high and shits on it. Mm-hmm. I'm like, wait. I feel like this is similar to what I've heard before. <laughs>
3: Interesting. It sounds very similar. And hey, there's a lot of room. There's a lot of room in this, uh, in oh, this hobby. For... The
0: sandbox is big. Yes. The sandbox. And I love, I love fun and competition. So I, I, put it, I put it to Franchi. If he has a better stolen, what the fuck, then he can, he can, I'll give him ownership. He can have it. See, I love sandbox. everybody, get,
3: everybody just get along.
0: Yeah. Me and Franchi have fun in the sandbox. We're buzzed.
3: Absolutely. We're buzz.
0: Except for that cat turd over there. Who brought that? <laughs> Who, who's got the cat?
3: Fucking cat. Oh, uh, that's Dennis's.
0: Let's save you a buck or two this week. And deals of the week. <laughs> bye, bye, bye. Deals of the week this week is. Ooh. Speaking of Stranger Things LE, there's one on Pinside right now by Wake Camp outside of Orlando, Florida. A lot of pins coming from Florida.
3: How much? $5,000? 5, $5,500? 5, no.
0: 8200 Oh, Oh, eighty-two hundred. I know you might think that's high, but I'm telling you right now, it's got the UV kit installed. It, as to say, UV kit, Cleland sound cards in there.
3: It's a TK Mech dialed in.
0: They didn't put that, so I'm assuming no. Eighty-two hundred dollars. I think, I think you're gonna want to pay that price in six months for this. Believe me, believe me.
3: Oh, well, gonna... I'll buy. You. I'll just take yours for seventy-five hundred. <gasps> Mine's not going anywhere. That's what you said about Jurassic Park and Avengers, yeah, but that was a stupid
0: price that's true
3: One of well, the most stupid too it's just the other way,
0: yeah, I mean it would take it would take a little bit to get i wouldn't sell that stranger things l e that I have for less than what I have in it. It just wouldn't I love that game, yeah, no.
3: yeah if you listen if you like a game, it has the the value is 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 never gonna be up, uh, to be obtained because yeah. you you like it absolutely uh you know. So and that's absolutely. where
0: it is. Speaking of LEs, we also have another deal of the week this week. A dead. This one's got my feelers up a bit. A Deadpool limited edition from C-S-E-R-O-L-D, Serold out of Dallas, Texas. This is on side. These don't pop up, Foxy. You know that. Deadpool no, LEs don't always pop up. And I don't up. know
3: the big... I got to be honest. I don't... Uh, you don't have it, Deadpool, right? You don't have any anywhere. That's version.
0: one game that I didn't ever put in my stern lineup really. I've had a pro before. I've owned a premium a little bit. Um, it's never been a game that I fell in love with. It's a greatness of a game, but never never clicked yeah, with see, me to the I, degree other games have.
3: I love this game. I had an LE, and I got mm-hmm. somebody who offered me a stupid price for it. Mm-hmm. And I bought a premium to replace it, which I actually like the artwork on the premium better with the Megalodon. Uh, and I jazzed don't it all take. up. And I think I showed you pictures with that red yeah, sparkle beautiful. powder coat really that I did. Um, so the game itself plays the same, but yeah, there's a, there's been a big big run on Deadpool LEs over the last I don't know yeah. three four months where they started you know going upward. New unboxed prices were premium getting more. same way. Can't get a premium. I yeah. haven't ran them in a long long time. LEs. I've gotten multiple messages of people asking me if I want to part with my Deadpool LE, and sure. uh, the answer has been no. And I'm sure one day it'll be yes But uh, yeah, this, this this was a great What was it, 81 or $8,200? 8,
0: $8,200 and it's got the aftermarket It doesn't have the good topper on it But it's got a topper on it
2: This week's
0: proper deals Of the Francie Pants Alright, so this <laughs> week's t- fancy <laughs> Pantsies Or something, I don't know what called it. It's a Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles The Data East version Hmm, let's take a look here, listener We're on side right now And we're looking up by Traverse City, Michigan. And we've got by the name of Wham! Pooh! Whammy! WAM is selling a Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles Data East version. $2,000 game. Um, Let's see here. Uh, LED display. Full LEDs. Green outer cab lighting. New speaker up. Who's putting this much time into this shit game? Original pizza. Ramps are clear. Revent Lee shopped. Flippers rebuilt. Cold solder. Inf- Is that recently? Yeah, recently shopped. Flippers rebuilt. Cold solders. Fused clips have been gone through. Game plays awesome. Plays amazing. Rebuilt the shooter to original. I don't know what that means. Rebuilt shooter to original. Yeah,
3: I don't know what that means either. But I don't know the game. I've literally never played one and I've actually never even seen one. And when I'm looking at this, this example does look it looks okay.
0: He said the ramps are clear. Because they're clear aren't plastics, it? but they're foggy, ugly-looking ramps, to be Wait a fair. minute. The ramps are wire forms, aren't they?
3: Oh, I see them in the back. Yeah. Okay. The side-by-side. The side, like that. Back of the to me, too. Shit. Yeah, yeah they, they don't look, I wouldn't the say that The pop bumper caps look foggy.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I think like that there's nothing... Look like it's good. <laughs> yeah, it's it's okay. Look at the head. Head's
3: got chips out of it. Chip on the top. Yeah, the whole top and And I can guarantee you
0: that is a... That's a mirrored back glass, and I can guarantee you that son of a bitch is not great. I've not seen one that is great. Yeah, the close-up pics you see, you see the
3: lines and all the what? No. Nah. Yeah, the ramps are cracked around the uh, around they the. Uh, see? this See, that's why enthusiasts
2: look like this.
3: He's got mixed yeah. mixed LEDs. He's got some some of the flat ones. He got some domes on mm. them in the in the skill shot ramps. This is listener.
0: This is what uh, us enthusiasts will look, or us collectors will look at a lot of times. Um, you've got a, a dingy old uh, decal for the turtle you got added things in there what I'm saying is it's a decent example a decent example goes for two thousand dollars a decent example does not go for four
2: thousand dollars
0: <coughs>
2: sell sell sell
0: hey Nicole Hon? yeah go up into our special closet could you get me a whip a gag <laughs> Give me a, uh, a yo yo in there. The ball gag. Yeah, for shits and giggles, throw in the yo yo. Out in the garage, gasoline. A little gasoline. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and that jar of spit that I've been saving. Yeah, thanks. 4000 Wham. Wham is the name of this person. That's the way you're going to feel if you go pick up this damn thing. Anything remotely near $4,000. Yeah, I don't. That one, I. Uh... I, I now you've 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 taken me to your side, right? Yeah. Four thousand dollars. If that's not a Francie pants, I don't know what is. Even Francie would agree with me. Come on, Francie, yep. cover this one next week. This is crazy. And ladies and gentlemen, that was your often imitated, never duplicated, Pambo motherfucking market
2: trends.
0: Trademark, biatch. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Joe, we're going to close down the show. I really want to thank you uh, for being my buddy and dealing with me and my antics and having fun. Uh, We're like-minded in a lot of ways, but you you keep me in check as well on certain things. So thanks for being around. Thanks for being just a genuine sweetheart to me and my family. And I cannot wait to come up to Delaware and uh, and to hang out with you once the world goes back to normal. I don't know what we're going to do because there's nothing going on up there. I've been told. There is literally nothing going on here. Yeah, but all I got to do is sprint for a minute and a half and I I hit a jersey or something, right?
3: Yeah, Jersey or PA or Vermont. You name it. Uh no, Vermont's no close. It's not get close. A I don't know
0: my geography, fuck. I thought Yeah, it was, just cuz I thought, get a map. I thought Delaware was the Dingleberry of Vermont or something.
3: I don't know. No, Rhode Island
0: no. maybe? No. Nope. Mounties? Would you come back on again, Joe Fox? It's always a pleasure. Yeah, man. I'm
3: always I'm always uh always willing to to, to uh come on and give my pointless pieces of knowledge, but we can't, I can't come back on again until May of 2021. Remember?
0: No, <laughs> it's still going to get you uh, veteran status before we get there. I'm getting close too, Joe Fox. When I wake in the morning and I step outside, I take a deep breath and I just get really fucking high. Uh, I want to know how people can reach you. Can they find you on Facebook?
3: Uh, I'm on Facebook, I'm uh, on Pinside, I'm, uh, you know, I'm around. You can oh. find me. All the names are the same. Joe Fox, Joseph Fox. Don't uh, message my dad, he'll be confused. <laughs> have
0: you ever, Just, uh, have you, oh,
3: oh, oh, oh God.
0: No Joe Fox, do you ever scream from the top of your lungs, what's going on?
3: I don't actually, no, I can't say I do, but maybe tomorrow I'll start and you might be able yeah. to hear me. I mean, we're 13 hours apart, but call me together
0: I'd in our hearts. To, uh, I'd love to discuss that. You can always reach out to me or Dennis at the Pinball Network at gmail.com or straight down the middle a video series with Greg Bone and I. Uh, email there is Pinball at gmail.com. Speaking of my golden ideas, I just uh, wanted to say thank you to the Poor Man's Pinball Podcast. They sent me out a couple t-shirts to wear. One of them nice. is my favorite. It's got the Franchi artwork on it and the slogan I helped him create, the sloppy show on the internet on the bottom. It's a pretty purple t-shirt, so thanks, fellas.
3: You are the king of pinball t-shirts. No matter, People think you might do it just on on air, but you literally wear those pinball t-shirts no matter where you're at. Thank you. I do. But Absolutely. there's one requisite for it. It's got to be soft. Okay, we'll go with that.
0: Can't be scratchy. If my nips get harmed, it'll never be wore again. I'll never so no it. wool t-shirts for you, huh? I can pull off some wool because it's sexy, but I want like a wool sweater. And then, I mean, like, wool sweater.
3: like Bernie Sanders mittens wool, or I
0: can get down with that. You know what? My nips are, are more prone to a, a starchy cotton than they are a wool, believe it or not. I've got picky nips. Picky nips. <laughs> oh, if you're ready to buy a brand new sexy ass pinball machine, you can reach out to the one place that you'll start calling family. It's flipping out pinball. Uh, if you want to talk to somebody that's sane, call Nicole. My beautiful, wonderful, (laughs) intelligent wife. If you want to talk to me about pinball, God help you. Uh, But if you're looking for a machine showcase this week is the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles Premiums. Still got a couple left on those. And we got I think we have one pro until the next run. But Led Zeppelin Pro available now. Premiums are coming, I believe, first week of February. So get your order in for one of those. Avengers Premiums coming in February as well. Batman 66 Premium. Guys, I still have one. I don't know what people are waiting on. Those things are going to be gone, gone, gone. Alien pre-orders, get yours in. Hot Wheels, we can get you one of those as well as a beautiful red Willy Wonka collector's edition, like the Foxy and I. Medieval Madness accessories, those remake toppers and displays, those should have been trending up this week. We've sold a lot of those this week for some reason. I don't
3: know what that the deal topper. Is. That topper is awesome,
0: King of Pain. Baby. I know it
3: doesn't move. It doesn't. It's just the the, the sheer detail in that topper oh, yeah, and the light that, show that it puts That sculpt
0: off. is great. It really is. Those games really set themselves apart. They do. And what's filling up quick right now, Joe Fox. I'll tell you that pre interested list for the next unannounced CGC LE. That's That's going to fill up. That's going to fill up. So all of you guys that, uh, that even maybe do the number matching, please reach out to me. Give me a heads up on that. If you're going to want in line for that, or even if you don't, and you just want an LE likely regardless of what they produce, Need to uh, need to uh, message me, and if you're looking for some armor to really customize your game, go with the beautiful stock armor from Stern Pinball. Right now, we have in stock the Avengers armor, the TMNT
3: armor, and the Jurassic Park armor. How do you still have Jurassic Park armor? I, like, right. why didn't everyone buy those up?
2: <laughs> I know it's crazy. I, I don't get it.
3: Because that's one. They're actually again. the better ones. The ones that are laser cut are the best ones Thank because you. it like just had that little bit of paper on the back to give it color you can take off and then have Mm -hmm. them powder coated and then put it right back on. The
0: Pinball Network last week, TPN last week, uh, we did have a cool top 10 uh, TPN streamer clip. Definitely check that out. That was a lot of fun. Thanks to We Love Pinball for putting those together. And this week, TPN's got a lot going on. We've got the Pinball Industry Awards this Thursday at youtube.com. I think it's going to be slash the Pinball Network. Uh, But be on the lookout for the promo to explain where to go on that. That's going to be a lot of fun. It's gonna be a little quirky, and next year's gonna be just huge. Uh, but prior to that, the reach rounds are on final round Wednesday. NFL Podcast Wednesday, the twenty seventh. Got to tune in for that. Silver Ball Chronicles. I was just updated that uh, we're gonna be hearing a Silver Ball Chronicles episode very soon. Those are well. great,
3: greatly done, greatly researched.
0: Now, as we're looking almost a year into TPN, Joe, people can bitch and moan and whine all they want, but the group of us over here at TPN are really in my opinion, brought a lot of different variety and fun to pinball over the last year.
3: So there's a ton of variety, and I don't think you will find a bigger group of people that work to getting this stuff out there for everybody. Mm -hmm. You may not like it, it may not always be your cup of tea, each one of them, but you got to give them props for putting themselves out there, taking their time to stream games, do podcasts, and do the research, and all those different things.
0: Joe Fox watches a lot of HGTV. He's just not a big fan of the Property Brothers. Doesn't mean he doesn't watch HGTV anymore. He still or loves the I hate Fixer HGTV. Upper. Oh, sure you do. you a Bob Vila fan? Old school man? Uh, actually, yeah, this old house. This old house. Where we're going to work on for the eighth week in a row fucking crown molding. <laughs> it's, it's tricky, but we can teach you. Try not but to fall asleep. For Joe Fox i am the original pinball show host zach minney
3: and always practice safe pinball and sigourney weaver up <laughs> sigourney up i
0: don't know why they didn't get that and always practice safe pinball and get your own goddamn
2: gold ideas and names Fuck
0: up <laughs> so long everybody where's that fucking goat <laughs>